All right, Chong. We're back. It's only been what? Nine months. <laughs> Eight months. Yeah. Uh, it's been a long summer road. You want to do a recap real quick of our season? Yeah, go for Um, Wasn't too bad. Obviously not the outcome that we wanted, but um, we ended up with the 20, 20 wins, 14 losses, and a tie. Uh, made it to the final four, I guess you could say. Yeah. Lost to Bonanza in the semi-semis, I guess, the semi-day. And then uh, Legacy went on to beat Bonanza to play Shadow Ridge, and then Shadow Ridge beat Legacy in the final. Mm-hmm. So congrats to Shadow Ridge. Uh, probably the more ex- most experienced team. A lot of seniors. Yeah, a lot of seniors. And, um, you know, was, we were a little bit young, uh, varsity experience-wise, this year. And uh, just came up a little short, you know, losing the first, first game. Kind of got upset there by... Silverado didn't help us any. Uh, had to claw our way back. I think we would have had to win what seven in a row. Seven in a row. We won uh, what five in a row. Uh, four, I think. Four. I think we beat Chaparral. Beat Secta, right? Foothill. I think, I think we went three, and then we lost to to Bonanza, which we were up three to one. They kind of came back on us, but. Uh, you know, not too bad. Not too bad uh, with a bunch of newbies, except for about three, three, four guys who were on varsity during the uh, state championship year, twenty twenty one. And then a pretty good summer. Yeah, good summer. good summer. I think we're sixteen and four. Seventeen. Seventeen. First game that it, uh, we didn't put it on. Seventeen uh, and four. We needed to. wasn't that great until we went to Colorado. Competition yeah. was really good in Colorado. Made it to the semis there. Uh, minus Starkus. And uh, is it somebody else out? We took up 10 guys. Yeah. And we played. Villa. Villa. Yeah, we played our and, uh, Munoz and Mosier. And I'm missing somebody, right? Somebody else not go. Yeah, Chap. And Chap. That's right. Um, but successful, you know, it's 37 wins in, in the spring and summer to, uh, 18 losses. So it's pretty good. A lot of, uh, upside, a lot of, um, expectations are high, mm-hmm. you know, to, to go all the way this year. Yeah. Um, with that being said, the news, uh, Myself and my wife are moving to Arkansas. Hot Springs. Yeah. Uh, this fall. So I have recently stepped down as head coach, Coach Medellin, who's got 20 plus years of uh, head coaching experience, mostly in Eldorado, is going to take over as interim. And, uh, Everyone else is going to stay in place, and everything should be set up, right? Yeah, we're going to try. It's not going to be the same, though. Anytime there's a change, it's a little different, but uh, everyone being in place, I'm sure uh, there won't be any distractions or anything from it. Let's hope not. I thought uh, we'd come back with that news, and I kind of been doing most of the interviews and stuff. So I thought Chong would want to interview me as as I go out. It's probably be the last last podcast <laughs> until um, we go visit. You know, uh, unless I continue this in Arkansas. You should. Yeah, you never know. Mm-hmm. I mean, this is 
you know, it's been fun doing it and just talking baseball with, you know, Selby and you and Chap and Creeth um, and you know, talking about other things, baseball focused. But uh, so I'm going to pass it on over to you. You can be the interviewer now. <laughs> Maybe you should take this over. Maybe. Go ahead. Let's see. Let's see how good you are. Your next Joe Rogan. All right. So, when you went to uh, your vacation, you went on your vacation in the summer. Right. You went to Kansas first. Right. Right. And then, what made you decide to go to Arkansas? Well, the plan was to go to Kansas and do my run, Mm -hmm. and then to go to Fort Scott where I went to high school, and to see the field there, which is awesome. I've seen the pictures. Yeah, Adam LaRoche. Uh, Adam LaRoche, I'll talk a little bit about about that. Um, Adam LaRoche was a major league ball player. You probably know him from, uh, I think he was with the D-backs a little bit, Chicago White Sox. Mm-hmm. And um, he actually, he graduated from, Fort Scott High School, and played ball there after me. So he wasn't there when I was there. He was he was a little younger, uh, but his uncle. So his dad was in the majors, Gary LaRoche as mm-hmm. well, and Gary LaRoche's brother, his uh, Adam LaRoche's, and Andy. Andy was also in the majors for a little bit. Uh, their uncle was my head coach, Dave Regan. And his son, Josh Regan, is now the head coach, which is pretty cool. Yeah. But Adam LaRoche pumped a few million bucks and built this facility, stadium facility uh, in Fort Scott, which is a town of like 8,800 people. Our high school, I think, had 600 students, probably similar today. Um but he built a beautiful facility. I mean, it really looks like at least a junior college, if not a, a D3, D2 uh, facility with stadium seats and a huge uh, it's like a college. It's, it's a clubhouse slash batting cage, all indoors. Beautiful. It's, it's amazing facility. Uh, for such a small place. They actually, I think they had the 6A Kansas State Championships there this year. Um, so we went and checked that out because I wanted to see it. And there's a there's a, a life-size statue of, of Dave, of Coach Regan. And, you know, I took a picture next to it, obviously. And um, you know, he, had a, he had a big impact on who I am as a coach. You know, he was very stern and expected hard work every day and you know, the, kind of the grind thing that I talk about all the time. And he taught me how to respect the game. It's just to play it hard. And I, I took that to heart. Yeah. We don't bat flip on walks. Yeah. I don't think coach, you know, I talked to, I talked to Josh's kid who was actually our bat boy back in the day. I think he was like 11 years old, 10, 11 years old, 12, maybe, I don't know, somewhere around there. And, you know, we're talking about his old man and how uh, how would he fare today? I mean, because you know, we were talking about how the game has changed a little bit, a lot of bit, really. Um, and he's like, oh, "Yeah, I don't know if Dad could could coach today." You know, it's just just a different. It's, just, it's changing. It's a different time. You know, the the fun aspect of it. I mean, I get it. Um, we've talked about that before, um, but to Coach Regan, you know, it, it wasn't even about winning, really. I mean, we wanted to win, but you know, as long as you just worked hard, if, if the wins came, the wins came. If they didn't, they didn't. And you know, it wasn't really fun. You know, summer ball was fun when I was yeah. in school. We'd go play summer ball. You know, we had. American Legion, and we had Senior Babe Ruth out in Kansas. 
and all the serious kids are playing American Legion. And those of us that just wanted to have fun would, would play Senior Babe Ruth and we'd just go out there and, and play baseball. Um, but we knew that the spring was different. The spring was where, you know, it's fun when you win. Yeah. And you know, trying to win a state title. And we never, I think we made the playoffs my sophomore year. Um, I was on JV, but our, our varsity team made uh, made the playoffs, state championship rounds, and that was exciting. That was kind of the goal. But uh, yeah, so we checked that out, and you know, I just wanted to show the wife, you know, where I went to high school, and you know, kind of small town Kansas. And then the plan after that was to go see my high school buddy uh, in Arkansas, Hot Springs Village, Arkansas. And, you know, we had been looking to, we've been looking for kind of retirement places, you know, in uh, Montana, Idaho, places in, on the, in the West, in the mountains there in the West. And she had never really experienced the Midwest and the, I guess Arkansas is part of the South. And so we went there for five days, stayed in uh, my buddy's RV camper. And just kind of fell in love with this place over those five days. And um, a job opportunity came open for her. Uh, initially, there was a job opportunity in, in Dallas, Texas. Uh, I think this was like in May. And so we thought about that. You know, why do we want to leave Vegas? Just, you know, she's been here her whole life. And I think with the job that she has here, it was just very much too much, mm-hmm. you know, jobs can be too much, you know, um, so kind of a change of pace, just a, just a change of scenery, change of pace. And the Dallas thing was just too big, you know, we kind of wanted something smaller. And so we went to the village, you know, there's like 16,000 people there. It's, gated it's an old retirement community that's opened up now to everyone and there's a bunch of lakes and golf courses and you know trails and it's just kind of like this hidden paradise to be honest with you and we were like wow i can't believe this kind of place exists really and so uh, there was talk of an opportunity in arkansas so that was kind of a little bit of the point of going out there you know it was yeah. to see my buddy but also to like check it out, you know, see if we did like it. And we ended up liking it, uh, but the job wasn't kind of there yet, you know. Yeah. It was just it was just kind of word of mouth talk, and then uh, it came out, you know, the fact that it, it was a job that's less stressful for her, and. Uh, we could live anywhere in Arkansas, and this is central, and it was, it was just kind of, it kind of all just fit together like a puzzle, because um, we thought about if that didn't happen, then we would, you know, stay here another year and then kind of reevaluate, uh, you know, next summer and see if, if there was anything else, because we're just kind of, kind of burnt out of Vegas. You know, it's it's getting bigger and yeah, <clears throat> the crime and just the uh, it's just, you know, <clears throat> it's Sin City, you know, it is what it is. People, I think you either love it or you hate it, you know, and we got to the point where, you know, and I, I'm not a big fan of the desert, you know, I lived in Phoenix for a decade, and I've lived out here now for seven years, and just, it's not just the heat, it's just the, the colors, and, you know, I don't know, it's just not my cup of tea, basically, so... Well, you've always liked the outdoors. Yeah, I mean, there's not, you know, there's fishing. things to do here. I mean, I could, I could figure out how to fish here, and you know, but just. But just, you don't like people. That's well, why. I don't like too many people. That's that's for sure. And you know, the houses are just crammed together. There's, I want some land. All the houses in the village are quarter acre. You know, trees in the backyard. Um, you know, I, I got a bow, what, a year ago? 
and I haven't even really done anything with it because you know I can't really shoot the bow in my, <laughs> my tiny backyard in Las Vegas. You miss. And then you know when I have to go shoot, you know when I want to go shooting or whatever target shooting, I gotta you know go out to the the desert, you know, thirty miles away, and it's just I don't know. I, I think you'd have uh, more opportunities to uh, do stuff that's, you know, things that we want to do. Yeah. And then after that, we went to, we drove back home uh, through Texas to check that out too. Yeah, maybe but that was... you were on the beach, right? When we were, when we were uh, playing in 120 degree weather. What? Like two years ago, was that too? Frankly, yeah. Whenever you uh, yeah. you skip summer for your vacation, so you're not that in the like heat. <laughs> that's, when, yeah. that's when we're on the beach, and uh, it's fucking brutal out so, here. So, so. But, uh, you drink so much water, and you're still dehydrated. Yeah, like Coach Mike, he he got sick. He was dizzy. Were you there? No, he was dizzy. He started drinking water and all that. But Coach Pete's like, it's because you drink the, the Coke in the heat. He's drinking Coke when it's 120 degrees. Yeah. So he went home. He felt nauseous. Next day, he's like, I was throwing up all day. I'm like, what the hell? And then he missed like two games. And I was like, I was by myself. But Coach Pete helped me that day. Yeah, he gets sick every summer. One time, I'm telling you, even uh, two seasons ago in the summer, we were at Durango, and that's that's when he uh, had to go get uh, ibuprofen from the Walgreens. And you, where did Mike go? <laughs> he comes back and he's like, "Yeah, I feel a lot better now." I'm like, "Oh my gosh!" Every year in the summer, he gets sick one time. Coach Mike. He's from Philly. It's in the water. <laughs> well, hopefully, Coach Mike. I mean, Jesse's just going to do this for a year, and then hopefully, Coach Mike can jump in. Uh, yeah, hopefully, he takes it. We'll see what happens. Or hopefully, they hire him. Yeah. Because if not, I don't know. Who knows? Who knows the future? All of our hard work those years, you know. Cause we're top, we're top two, in four. We're top two. Should be. We are. Cause I consider the state championship those last two years. We're top two with Shad. Yeah. It's gonna execute right. Have a little luck. Yeah, but everything has to go perfect. It has to, yeah. whether you get lucky or not. It has to go perfect. That ball the Starkis hits off the glove. If it doesn't go to Ariel, they probably tie the game. So the luck doesn't hurt. Yeah. So what do you uh what do you think you're gonna be doing when you make the move? I don't know. Um you know, teaching wise I don't really want to do it anymore. I might sub just to make a hundred bucks here and there. <laughs> I might mow golf courses. I might do what uh, Sam does and might have a batting cage and do lessons. I don't think I'm going to coach a team or anything. I mean, it's just so much work. And if you're not a head coach, I don't know. Why don't you start a club team? Yeah, that's a lot of work. I don't have a field. I mean, that's that's kind of the issue too. You know, the, the you club teams to... out here, they have to you know get with the high school and yeah. you know, rent out the field. And I don't know if that's something I want to take on. You never know. Yeah. Who knows? So now that uh, Miss Mindy, uh, her last day was last week. Yeah, that's Friday. So. How she feel about it? Because um, she's been doing it for so long, I you know. know. It's, uh, you know, 
uh, I was talking to somebody that that worked that worked with her, and you know, I was, I was saying that you know she's been just kind of working so much for 20, 25 years. You know, she really hasn't had uh, a break, and so he was saying that it's. It's almost like getting off a drug. It's almost like detoxing. Yeah. You know, like when somebody's on heroin, uh, when they when they don't have any heroin, they just kind of get the shakes. And and he's like, she's probably gonna go through, you know, not exactly. Obviously, she's not gonna yeah. shakes like a heroin, <laughs> but uh, you know, she's gonna not know what to do. I know. You know, because she's always she's so focused on the work that you know. It kind of overtakes you if you if you overwork yourself. It just kind of become your job. Yeah. And so now you know she she's focused on getting the house ready. You know we're getting the house ready to sell. So she has that to do. So she's not just you know, but she wants to you know work out more and and, and do some of those things that she just didn't have time to do. Mm-hmm. And <clears throat> take her to go bet horses. <laughs> FaceTime yeah, Coach a, Pete. Hey, there's a horse track in Hot Springs, today? you know. There's a there's a horse track in Hot Springs, and I'm sure we'll check it out. But uh, you know, it's going to be better for her uh, for all those other you know, for all those reasons. Yeah, to have more time, do other things than just work. It's not uh, what life's supposed to be about. I mean. Having a job is important, and doing it well is important, and making money, you have to make money to survive, but there's a balance there, you know, there's a, there's a work-life balance, and you can't just work all the time, because then you'll just wake up, and you'll be 70 years old, and what did I do? Mm-hmm. You know, I made yeah. this company money. It's, you know. You have to kind of figure out how I can make enough money to live nicely, comfortably, and, and still enjoy things, you know, because we plan on at some point getting a boat and, you know, going out on the lake on the weekends. And, you know, you can do that here, but you have to drive an hour. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you have to drive an hour and then you have to, you know, it's, it's it's all going to be like right there, you know, so I'll, you know, I'll be able to do things that I like to do more like fish and, you know, learn how to shoot the bow and shoot go, guns, go target shooting more than I, than I do now. And, you know, just in, enjoy a different kind of scene, so to speak. Yeah. I mean, I, some teachers, like um, I told them, Coach Maxwell's uh, retiring there, and then they're like, retiring? And I was like, yeah, he's 46. And they're like, what? 47. I'm not retiring. I have to do something. I can't just yeah, not but work. I might be retiring from teaching. <laughs> you know? And everybody's like, congrats. <laughs> A lot of people are and jealous, this, man. This, They're like, oh, yeah. man, I got to stay here and do this. Yeah. But Everybody's telling me they got two years or four years and they're out. And I'm like, good luck for the teachers just starting, Coach Mike. <laughs> 25 years, 30 years. Yeah, teaching, teaching has definitely changed as well. You know, it's uh, for the better. I don't know. I'd, I'd say it's not for the better. Yeah, just the kids are changing too. Well, they kids are kids. School sucks. Everyone hates school. I didn't hate high school. You know, they just they have something to distract them from the, the cell phone. phone. Yeah, cell phones distract them. It's you know, before like when I was in school, I would just like daydream or something. You know what I mean? I would just when I was in school, I would <laughs> conversate. With my friends, with my teachers. Oh, we didn't do that. I mean, I don't remember too much talking in class when I was in school. You know, teachers were 
pretty stern about that. So. Yeah, but my teachers yeah. were my friends. Me too. Your music now, like back in my day, like I didn't have like my portable CD player and my headphones. On yeah, my but desk. we didn't even have our phones out to begin with. We didn't even have phones. <laughs> Yo, bastard. <laughs> there was no cell phones, man. It was, you know, you had a house phone. And you couldn't just text girls in class. You had to write them notes. Notes? Pass the notes around. You know. But, yeah, I mean, there's different times, you know. But at the baseball field, it's 1980. <laughs> Somewhere around there in eighties, nineties. That's what I tell the boys. Mm -hmm. It's still, it's still tough even keeping them off their cell phones once we're cleaning up and everything. Oh my god! They're supposed to, they're supposed to keep it away till we're, till the meeting at the end's done, but they can't. They can't it's, do it. It's tough. But uh, I'm not addicted to my phone, but because I have to text and do things outside of social media if i do leave my phone i'm like oh shit i left my well, phone I, I think everyone's addicted i mean my mother-in-law she's got her games i got <laughs> this one game but I she's old i got this one game i'm playing and you have to get to like there's like 3901 levels and i'm on like 3,700. <laughs> and now it's like I have to get to the end. Or I'll, I'll well, that's like money. gambling. Yeah. <laughs> I guess. I mean, that's money, though. This isn't money. It's just for it's fun. It's just how the human it passes time. Works, you know? Yeah. My wife will be like, you know, what are you doing on your phone? Like, I'm playing this stupid game. <laughs> I realize it's stupid. I was like, well, I could just be watching TV. What's the difference between watching TV and playing a game on your phone? It's, it's all a distraction, you know? Yeah. I still or read, playing the show, you know? But I still, I mean, I, I don't play video games anymore. I used to play the shit out of video games back in the day. My buddy, the one I went visited in Arkansas, mm -hmm. we were best friends. He had a basement. We'd go down to the basement and play like Final Fantasy three all weekend. You know, we'd rent movies from, you know, the video store and we'd watch like, stupid like puppet master movies and you know we that, sometimes we'd go to a party or whatever but it was you know nowadays you know we have phones and 800 channels you know yeah you know, i still try to read you know I, i'm still reading books which I enjoy. He went to the bookstore and tell you right Colorado. Yeah, I'm, reading that, I'm reading that book now. It's, it's, it's pretty decent. It's a decent crime novel. Um, but I still take time to read and, you know, but the TV, you know, it's 8,000 8, channels, 800 channels. It's, there's so, you know, there's not enough time in the day to, to do all this, you know, but, uh, I think moving to Arkansas, put the phones down a little more, not watch as much television, kind of get out, be more active. Have a course by the mountains. What do you mean? What do you mean? What do I mean? Have a course by the mountains. A course? Course light. Oh, I thought they said course. Course light. Yeah, I mean, I don't drink that much, but an occasional course banquet. I, you know, I like hate banquet. Like a little flavor. It's good. What's Miss Mindy gonna drink? Modelo. <laughs> I asked her. I said, "You still gonna drink? You still gonna drink that beer?" And she's like, well, yeah, "It's I like the it. same company she's working for." I thought. Yeah. Yeah. But it's different because she like is gonna work for corporate, not you know what I mean in the beer. Mm-hmm. Because like when she goes out, she has to. She, she she can't be caught, you know, drinking a course lighter. She doesn't drink that anyway. But she's always drank, you know, those those beers anyway. So you know, it's easy. Yeah. I mean, it's gonna be How are you feeling? Different. How are you feeling? You know how I'm feeling. 
We started this together. Yeah. I still remember the time, our first meeting and I starting practice. I do. That whole first year is a blur. It's not for me. No. No. Seems like a hundred years ago. For me, it feels like it was. It was a long time ago, but seeing how what we have accomplished yeah. over the years, but it still feels like it was just yesterday. You know. Not for me. What's that? Construction going on? Yeah, construction. <laughs> yeah, but um, I've uh, this has always been home, but but you're only doing one more season. Yeah, and you're leaving. That's the plan. You're gonna leave, Sean. That's the plan. Um, you're gonna leave. Yeah, Dilla but like, and, I uh, talked to um, Ag. I talked Chat. to someone yesterday, <laughs> and he told me, even though I leave, they will accept that my door's always open to those kids. Yeah? You know? You're not going to have new buddies at uh, D.O.? You're not going to hang I, out I in will, their you know. <laughs> we play the show. No, but anywhere you go, you, you're going to make new friends. It's just how it goes. I guess we oh. What do you mean? You're saying if I went to Dio right now, I wouldn't have new friends in a What week? if those kids are different? And they don't want to hang out with you. That's fine. I just... When they invite me... Do you think these Vista kids are going to want to hang out with you now that you're on the enemies? It's on reversed. It's reversed. What do you mean? It means it's just it's complicated. Oh, it is for sure. Know. But it's this special bond. Yeah. Yeah. You told me from day one, don't get attached or uh, don't get too close. It's hard to do that when you see these kids almost every day for yeah. three, four years. You know. Yeah. Just like me and you. Like what Miss Mindy told me, how I see you more than you see her because we're always at the field or we have a game or, yeah. you know, and then you go home and you go into bed in like an hour or two, you know. Yeah. <laughs> I'm usually in bed by 8 o'clock. Yeah, and then you travel with these kids and it's like uh, you live with them kind of deal. Yeah, I mean, and the difference is, is you kind of see them as friends. I they ain't my friends. They ain't my friends, I bro. See, I, I see them as, you know, my kids, you know? Yeah. Like, my pseudo-children, you know, that I've helped raise at some level, um, whether good or bad, I don't know. You know, I guess we'll find out later. But... Uh, you know, I, I still follow them. I'll still follow these guys. You know, just like I, I still follow Creep and you know, everyone else who's, who's doing baseball outside of here. But even if they're not doing baseball, you know, uh, reach out to them and, and see how they're doing in life. Yeah. And, uh, it's, it's part of the, the bond with, with being a coach. You know, you can just be a coach where, okay, you know, kids graduate. It's like, eh, whatever. See you Next later. stop. Yeah. And, and with some kids, it's like that. I mean, you have you have more bonds with, with certain kids here and there. Um, but, you know, it's just how it goes. You know, you have, you have a tighter connection with the starters usually because you're, you know, in game and you're, you're talking to them more and mm -hmm. you're interacting and some of the bench guys, you know, it's just kind of the nature of the beast. Um, you know, and then I don't really have a bond with the JV guys because I, I just kind of keep away from that yeah. until they come up to me. You know, just having two separate programs, basically. Mm -hmm. but, uh, you know, been a yeah. good ride. 
been a it's been a short ride. Four seasons of spring ball. I think uh, I ended up 42, 40, and three. A winning record. I'll take it. You know, I don't like losing 40 times. Uh, and then off season, you know, obviously probably around 100 wins, I think, over the years. Not counting this summer since I didn't really. Mike gets most of those. Yeah. Well, Mike. But, uh, you know, I, I came to turn the program around. You did. And I think mission accomplished on that. And uh, it was our coaching staff, too. Win or lose. You know, I, I, did I want to win a state title? Absolutely. Did I think that 21 we could do it? Absolutely. But we could easily not have done it. You know, I think that was kind of the icing on the cake. Uh, we just got along. Our coaching staff, we just got along. Everybody was yeah, on the yeah. same page, and that's how you do it. Yeah, I mean, uh, I came here to accomplish three things. I wanted to win 20 games every year. I did that once. I wanted to win a state championship. I did that once. And we would have won 20 games in, in the COVID year if it was a full season. Oh, yeah. But... Uh, You know, and then the third thing was I want to turn the program around, which I, I think happened, obviously. Yeah. You know, yeah. state title after. And I know it was 4A, and then, you know, under. Don't under, matter. Any, under any Moses, division. It was, it was everyone. It was, it was more difficult, obviously. If we were 5A, um, we probably, we were good, but we weren't that good uh, in 21. Yeah, but any division, it's hard to I know. win. It's just, we have to take into consideration that it was easier in 21 being 4A instead of 5A. That's yeah. As a fact. But, uh, we're not, this is not the laughing stock anymore. It was when Moyes was here. It's definitely not, you know, and then you can, we can add 16 season to that too. You know, I, I walk out of here. Uh, if you count those wins, I wasn't the head coach. I was just the pitching coach. You know, you count that season. We were what twenty-one and twenty, I think. Yeah. Sixty-three wins, forty. No, sixty losses, forty-three and sixty. Sorry, sixty-three and sixty, and three. Uh, not too bad. State runner-up, state championship. Mm-hmm. You know. Five years. Yeah, but the different kids coming in here too. Yeah, I mean, yeah. As a coach, though, and you never know. You know, this is my first head coaching job. You never know how good you're going to be, or how not good you're going to be. You know, I, some people can can jump into the head coach role and succeed, and because you know they know how to do it. Did I know how to do it? I mean, I, I learned from a lot of really good coaches, you know, from Cerrone uh, to uh, Dana Paps up in uh, in Chelan to Scott Richardson and Tolleson. You know, I, I learned what to do. I learned what not to do, you know, with some coaches. And I kind of just kind of pieced it all together and said, okay, this is this is who I am. This is important. You know, obviously my, my head coach in high school, learn stuff from him um, and I kind of just put it all together and okay this is what I want to do this is what I want to do uh, and then we, we evolved over time yeah you know adding you know, the TCU sprints and some, some of the hip stuff that we've been doing and the you big know thing I was, was really big on I was really big on the poles when I first started because that's what we did mm -hmm. and then you know people had an issue with them and I kind of uh, you know, tweak that and we started doing more sprints. So, you know, for any head coaches out there who are becoming head coaches or want to be in the future, you have to be able to adapt. You have oh, to yeah. be able to not be such a hard head and be like, no, this is, this is the way. Now on some stuff, yeah, right. I'm not going to, I wouldn't become lax and okay, you can bat flip and 
you can walk around the bases instead of hustling your ass. You know, there's still some stuff that is what you have to do. Mm-hmm. You hit it, you run hard. Once it goes over the fence, you can slow down a little bit, but you should be close to second base, right? Yeah. When you hit that ball, you should think it's a double and get to second. And if it goes over, then you can slow down a little bit, right? Keep mm-hmm. your helmet on. Still don't want everyone coming out of the dugout, okay? If it's a walk-off or something, it's a little different. Um, but you, like st- you still walk have... off against Legacy. Yeah, but watching the video on that, you know, we had, I think, Dowdy and Dom. You know, guys were, like, out on almost on the field before he touched home plate. And I was like, oh, man, like, if they would have called, you know – players on the field before the run and they canceled it and said it was an out, you know, so you have to, you know, make sure that you're, you're doing those things right. But in regards to uh, baseball stuff, you know, sprints, poles, fielding, hitting, you know, you have to be able to adapt and, and maybe try like, you know, what's this Camwood bat, you know, not just dismiss it. Yeah, you know, high tees. I just missed high tees because I didn't. I didn't like high. And I'm not. I'm not a major hitting guy, but I didn't like high tees because I thought that that would make hitters swing at high, pitch. high pitches. But apparently, it's it's a good, you know, strategy to do, um, and that's fine. I can okay. Let me hear how this is going to help players. If you can explain it. Then yeah, okay. So let's try it. Let's see if it works. Mm-hmm. Right. But, um, and also, you know, if, if you're going to be a head coach, anybody out there is or is going to be or wants to be, you know, don't micromanage. Yeah. You know, if you hire a hitting coach, let them be the hitting coach. Mm-hmm. If you hire a pitching coach, let them be the pitching coach. Yeah. Don't you know? You can sit there and say, "Hey, this is what I want to do." You know, if I had. A pitching coach, you know, when I when I was a pitching coach with Sherm, he was pretty much do whatever you want, and he was yeah. a pitching guy, yeah. which was cool. He trusted me to mm-hmm. do my job. You know, if I was to hire a pitching coach, I would say, look, I'm not going to micromanage you, but we need to make sure that we we do these things. Like every kid has a changeup, a breaking ball, and a fastball, if not two fastballs, yeah. two seam and four seam. We're going to attack here, you know, so there, there, there would be certain things that I'm going to do. Same with hitting. I'm not a hitting guy, you know, but I tell Coach Jesse, you know, I, I want I want us to be a line drive hitting machine. And go the other way. Not a home run hitting team. We're not going to be a home run hitting team. We're, we're not really going to, you know, un, unless we have the kids to do small ball, you know, we, we're not going to, we're going to, we're going to beat people with base hits and doubles. And, you know, balls fly out, they fly out. Uh, we're going to hit the ball hard on the ground, you know, quick bats, you know, certain things like that that are kind of standard, but you still have to let your coaches coach. Mm-hmm. Right. Now, infield, That's a big I don't thing. know anything about infield. I'm left-handed. I played a little first base. <laughs> so infield, I'm like, just make it so they don't make any errors. You know, it's, <laughs> yeah. make sure they can field it and throw it to a chest. You know, so it's an outfielder, same thing. Catch the fly balls. If it's a base hit, get it quick, throw it in. Simple. Cut off the ball. Right. Don't let it get past you kind of deal. But, yeah. you know, I try not to do it, you know, positioning. and let the outfield coaches do the positioning, infield coaches do the positioning. Now, there's some times where I might want the infield in or I don't want them in. But typically, you know, I trust the guys that I hired. Mm-hmm. you got to hire uh, – Guys that you trust and guys that uh, you know can get the job done. Yeah. Or else, why would you hire them? Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, but it'll it'll definitely be different for sure. Yeah, different. It can be good. It can be bad. It's, yeah. You know, gotta have the eyes on the prize, though. You know, that's why you know doing it now instead of you know maybe February. You know, doing it now, it'll it'll make the transition better. You know, by the time the spring comes, everyone will forget about me. 
Mm -hmm. Yeah. Not when we start, when we play uh, Hell's Bells, when we go out, you know. Whatever you want to do. You can have a new tradition, you know, if you, you know. Nah. If you want. And, you know, it's just going to be, you just got to keep laser focused on, on the goal. The goal is to, you know, win, win the. Win the last hooray. game. What are we, Mountain? season. Win 4A Mountain, get to first seed, and then, you know, everyone makes the playoffs pretty much. So, you know, try to get the first seed, and then once you get the first seed or you get into the playoffs, you know, one game at a time, and uh, don't look ahead. And if you get to the final, then obviously try to play your best baseball, win another title, hang another yeah. banner, get another ring. That'd be nice. That'd be a good farewell. I think so. I think that would be the best for a while. Yeah. Well, you put all the work in. I win, know. Win the ring. But uh, we've accomplished a lot. Yeah. And so, is what it is. Mm-hmm. If I was going to stay, I was going to stay here. Yeah, but you like know. you said, nothing lasts forever. Yeah. Everything eventually so, comes to an end. Ten years. Could have been one year. Mm-hmm. Months, mm-hmm. You know, just do what you do until a decision is made to to leave or whatever. And then, you know, and I know I give you shit about Do, but you know, it's it's a, it's a different chapter. You know, it's kind of like the you need a new you need some new scenery maybe. Someone told me that if one day I want to be a head coach. Now I've experienced your point of view, and then now I could go see someone else's point of view on how they coach and this and that. Just like how you coach with Sorona you'll realize, and Arizona. And you'll realize how my point of view is, is way better. <laughs> it might be. No, I mean, you know? every coach that I had, I mean, they there's always things some that, things yeah. that I didn't like. Yeah, There's always a, one or two things that, I'm not going to do that, or I, mm-hmm. I just didn't like how they did that. But, uh, you know, that's how it works. And I'm not going to like everything that that head coach does. But if you're an assistant coach, you just kind of, okay, this is what we're doing. So, yeah. Yeah, I'm sure that's happened before, but in the past year, but, yeah, this is the plan I'm putting in place. We'll come back here in like 15 years and we'll be like, what's the program now? Yeah, I mean, I think I'll always get on max preps every year from now on, you know, and, and see how this is doing. I mean, it's it's a part of my life. It's a, it's a chapter in my life. It's, um, you know, it'll always be home at some level, you know, at a baseball mm-hmm. level at least. It's going to, you know. It's special. Yeah. I'm sure the same with Selby. You know, mm-hmm. he's still here teaching. He still follows us, and uh, you know, wants to know how we're doing and all that. And I think the same will be the same for me and you. You know. Yeah. And then I'll, you know, I'll see what Dio's doing. Since you're the coach, you know, you'll be a coach over there next year. When you guys are losing, I'll let you know mm-hmm. about it. <laughs> when we win the state championship, I'll be like Max. Max, you gotta come down. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you guys got a shot every year. You know how it goes. We got a good staff over there too. They do. I guess we're gonna be nothing there. compared to this staff. Don't fool yourself. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> They're all right over there, but nothing compared to this staff. Is there any staff that works harder? No. Nope. We do so much extra shit. Mm. Yeah. Anything else? Want to end? Yeah, we'll uh, we'll have another podcast, and you'll you'll come when we are in the state championship this spring. And after we win it, you heard it today. What day is it today? Thursday, August thirtieth. 2022 um we'll do another podcast yeah 
All right. Maybe. Okay. I'm predicting the future right okay. now. Okay. I'm Quasimodo. Oh, wait. Quasimodo. Yeah, you do have and, kind of a hunchback. And the, and the helm <laughs> and Nostradamus is two different things completely. Yes, Quasimodo is the... Hunchback of Notre uh, yes. Dame. Yes. And What's the cathedral, though? Well, he was supposedly on top. He was up in the bell tower, living in the bell tower. Did you watch the, did you watch the cartoon? No. Hunchback of Notre Dame? Notre Dame. Notre Dame. Nostradamus is no, Nostradamus is yeah somebody who predicted the future. He, he, he predicted, made some predictions. Nostradame is yes, a cathedral. Two completely different things. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, uh, this isn't goodbye. This is uh, we'll see you next. See you spring. later. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, hopefully next time we're talking, we're talking about a. 2023 state championship, right? Yep. yep. All right. That's episode 10. Dirtbag Boys, Coach Maxwell. I'm out. Chong is going to stick around for another year and then uh, he's going to be out. But yeah, it's been a pleasure, Chong. Yes, it has. Indeed, it has. All right. Peace out. <laughs>